takes his pen. Welcome to Prince Track by Track, presents Stevie Wonder Classics. Today we're going to be talking about He's Mr. Know-It-All. And I have to say it like that because that's just the way that Stevie sings it. Uh, from the album Inner Visions, uh, released on August 1st, 1973. And also released as a single uh, later, I think in early 74. Uh, the track is 5 minutes 35. On the track we have Stevie Wonder, obviously, doing everything apart from bass, where he's got Willie Weeks in to play the bass. And joining me to talk about today is Eric Nash. Hello, Eric. Hey, Darren. Glad to be here. I love this song so much. Um, I, just, I, I mean, it's such a kind of like perfect... I mean... You know, Inner Visions is, uh, well, you know, won Grammy of the Year for, won the Album of the Year Grammy. So obviously, Inner Visions, undisputedly a great album. Um, and I think this is just like such a brilliant kind of like final song. Um, you know, I mean, I love Don't You Worry About a Thing. And then that contrast with this kind of He's Mr. Know It All thing. And it's like, it's just, a, I mean, in terms of like, you know, a kind of, you know, a final two tracks on an album. I, I, you know, I think you could argue it's probably one of the. It's certainly a top ten, I would say, in terms of like the final two songs on an album. Like, don't you worry about a thing, and he's Mr. No. Just such a wonderful kind of like uh, pair of songs. Um, and I just kind of, you know, I, I don't know. I just love this song so much, just because, uh, you know, obviously Stevie Wonder. I mean, he was criticised certainly by Rolling Stone on his first kind of couple of solo albums for not being as kind of politically aware as like you know people like marvin Gaye and you know who's doing you know what's going on and stuff like that and and so like the kind of criticisms i mean you know he was like a 21 year old kid like what does he know about politics like just, just let him sing his with his beautiful voice like stop trying to you know burden him with stuff but as he went along obviously you know i mean on this album you've also got like living for the city you've got higher ground um you know jesus child of america like Jesus Children of America, should I say? Like, so immediately, there's this album is more obviously political than you know the previous kind of few albums, um, and I think obviously he's Mister Know It All is you know uh, the, the one-two punch of this, and you haven't done nothing. Um, you know, being like the next two singles, you know, these are the two singles that Stevie Wonder released towards the end of Nixon's time in office. Um, just this kind of him taking a shot at Nixon, um, never saying his name, just kind of making it clear that. You know, if you're listening to the lyrics and it's, you know, 1973, I, I don't think anybody, you know, could hear the words, he's a man with a plan, got a counterfeit dollar in his hand and be like, oh, but that's that's not the current president. Like, you know, it's it's kind of instantly, you know, an attack, um, but it's delivered so well, you know, and obviously with that wonderful voice that I, you know, it doesn't it doesn't like it's, it's not like a protest song in the way that you expect it to be. It's kind of so well produced. Uh, once again, we've got like the Moog and the and the Tonto, and it's such a like this entire album is like the production and it's so gorgeous, it's kind of crazy, um, and you know just like this song is like I, I don't know I, I love it so much it's kind of hard for me to even articulate how much I love the song, um, but I just I love everything particularly because uh, you know as as the song goes on we get Stevie's kind of like growly kind of singing and that's that's the only way you can tell that Stevie Wonder is kind of you know, expressing like a, a kind of a, an emotion other than, you know, what's being carried in the lyrics is when he occasionally does his little growls. Um, and so obviously that in this song, it's kind of conveying his kind of anger. <laughs> Later on, we kind of get that. Um, and we also get like a wonderful long, like two minute outro where he just keeps kind of improvising and kind of adding extra lyrics and just basically saying, you know, 
um, he keeps kind of saying stuff like, you know, give a hand to the man. You know, he's got the plan. He's got the super plan. <laughs> um, you know, you know darn well he's got the plan. Take your hat off to the man. Like, it's all of these kind of just, like, weird little improvisations in between him singing the words, he's Mr. Know-it-all. And just the way he sings those words as well, like, with the, the kind of the, the double tracking and the harmonies. And it's just, like, I don't know. The whole song is so beautifully delivered um, that it's kind of it's kind of weird that, you know, in other hands... It, this would have been like an angry kind of polemic whereas from stevie wonder's point of view like you know the fact that he's saying towards the end he's saying stuff like you know you talk too much you worry me to death and all this kind of stuff and he's only thinking of himself <laughs> it doesn't like it's kind of feels angry but it doesn't feel angry in the kind of conventional way that you would expect from like the kind of 60s protest yeah yeah it, yeah it's more laid back in a sense uh you know that you know hey things are gonna get better you know, this this guy's gonna be out eventually. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Uh, similar to our current uh, state of affairs here here in here in the states, um, but uh, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. It, w- one of the things I love is 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 the is the hook that he's the the title, he's Mister Know It All, um, and how I mean it. You know, yeah, he, you know, it's it, it's savoring that line that that whole line. You know that you know. It's, 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 it's this nice attack, but it's sung so nicely, so sweetly, you know, uh, in in, in comparison to, you know, it it, it takes the same amount of time in comparison to those previous two lines that are not, not, not that they're sang really quickly, but they're, they're, they're sung at a more normal speed. Whereas he just takes his time with, with this final line for each of these verses. They go on and on. Yeah, particularly, yeah. The, particularly the he's like it's yeah. never he's. It's always he's Miss mm-hmm. Tr. Like, like mm-hmm. it's really kind of that's that's like the kind of and the fact that the, the title as well is not like he's Mister Know It All. It's that he's Mister Know It All. Mm-hmm. Like the, 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 the like the kind of the use of language is kind of interesting because it you know it, uh, I I guess it kind, it kind it's kind of meant to recall kind of uh, you know kind of some of the the kind of racial language from the south. Um, yeah, I'd imagine that's part of it, and I, I you know, it took me a while yeah. to realize that's what. Um, but then, additionally, though, I think it could almost be I, maybe he had, he kind of wanted some of us to hear. Sometimes, you know, you know, I, I kind of just get this vague sense every now and then in listening to it. I, I, I want to hear the word mistrust. You know, not not that not that that works. Yeah. in that in that it's, it's almost subliminal. That you know, hey, I'm, yeah, you know, this is I am saying mystery here, you know, but I'm saying it a little oddly, but it's, but hey, this is a man to mistrust. No, I, I can hear that, like it, you know, the fact that he doesn't say Mister, the fact that he says Mistra, it, it allows you to kind of yeah. hear other words in there as well. Um, but I just I like the kind of little couplets as well, you know, the kind of playing hard, talking fast, making sure that he won't be the last. You know, makes deal with a smile, knowing all the time that his lies a mile. Which, again, like, yeah. Every, I, I mean, I I said a couple of years ago, everything that you know, everything that Stevie Wonder said about Nixon in the seventies basically applies to Trump these days. Um, you know, uh, and this kind of must be seen. There's no doubt he's the coolest one with the biggest mouth. Like, you know, everything about Richard Nixon was always kind of about how whenever he smiled. He looked like any, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's something that's kind of almost become parody, but like, you know, anytime you see Nixon smiling, it looks worse than if he just doesn't smile. Like, you know, he, he was not a person that's kind of suited the smile. Um, 
And then I just kind of love the bridge as well because you have the kind of um, overlapping backing vocals when you have this, you know, when you tell him he's living fast, um, he will say, what do you know if you had my kind of cash? Again, <laughs> feels a little relevant these days. Uh, you'd have more than one place to go. Like just the kind of, you know, uh, it, it basically, you know, it, it is clearly taking a shot at someone who's in power. Um, and then when he does the bridge again, he says, you know, when 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 you say that he's living wrong, he'll tell you he knows he's living right. I mean, again, so many, you know, and you'd be the stronger man if you took Mr. Know-it-all's advice. You're like, you know, um, and there's the kind of any place he will play, his only concern is how much you'll pay. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> if he shakes on a bet, he's the kind of dude that won't pay his debt, which I probably out of all the little couplets that are in the verses, I love that the most. Like the, just the fact that he's that Stevie Wonder sings the word dude is is, is kind of magical, um, you know, and this kind of and then before he goes to the kind of outro, you know, he kind of comes back with he's the man with a plan, got a counterfeit dollar in his hand. So I get like that's the only thing that's repeated. Mm-hmm throughout this whole kind of, you know, the, the, the whole kind of like first part of the song. Um, and then, of course, you know, the final warning, which is, you know, take my word, please beware of a man who just don't give a care. He's Mr. Know-it-all. And it's like, oh, like, even though we've had like, you know, a number, like a couple of bridges and a number of verses already telling us how bad he is, he kind of finishes by saying, please beware. And I, I just love the kind of please beware. It's, it's so great. Um and then we get this wonderful long outro that goes on for roughly two and a half minutes. Like it's and it's it's just this whole thing of, of Stevie Wonder doing this whole thing of repeating over and over again, you know, uh, I, almost so you can't really make out the lyrics. But you do keep getting the repetition of he's Mr. Know-it-all um, throughout these kind of few minutes. Um, although he starts out by just going bum 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 <laughs> and just kind of doing the rhythm like not even bothering to say any words but just kind of giving the rhythm of like the lines and then singing he's Mr. Know-it-all as if it's like it doesn't matter what he says as the warning or like the example or anything like that it's just he's Mr. Know-it-all is the important point um, and like I said he just has these kind of things about you know he's he's got the suit you know he's he darn well got the super plan you know give a hand to the man and uh, I get, he kind of gets into his kind of growly singing voice to kind of deliver those words um, and then you know it's like I, I, the one that always stands out to me that I always end up hearing is if we had less of him don't you know we'd have a better land which is again you know relevant to the current president I would say um, but just that like if we had less of him it's like it's not it's not wanting to yeah. get rid of mm-hmm. him in any kind of violent way it's just <laughs> less of him yes. if we just had less of him um, and I feel like that applies so much these days to President Trump. If we had less of him, like yeah. if he wasn't tweeting 30 times an hour, just less of him would be, you know, we'd have a better land. Um, but like you say, it, it has it has this this kind of optimism, like Stevie is here warning you against this person and hoping that with this once this person's gone, if we have less of him, we'd have a better land. So there is a, like a, a small sliver of optimism there. Um, you know, and obviously I'll talk about it more on the follow-up single to this, which was "You Haven't Done Nothing," which again had a similar subject. Um, and I would love to believe that the, these back-to-back singles, uh, I think, you know, um, maybe Nixon was like, I, I, "I'm losing the kids. I'm just going to have to resign," uh, because he resigned two days after "You Haven't Done Nothing" came out, which is kind of amazing. Um, but I don't know. This is just such a great finish to this, this album. Like this is a, this is a, a great album from top to bottom. You know, there are nine songs on this album, and I don't think there's a weak song anywhere here. And I would even argue that 
you know, there's a case to be made that um, certainly, you, you know, um, you know, don't you worry about a thing. He's Mr. Know-it-all, living for the city. Those could easily be, let's say, of all songs of all time, I would say they're in at least the top 100, those three. You know, like, these are, it's just, I mean, you know, six out of five for this, certainly. It's, it's such a great song. And just the kind of production and delivery and, like, the way that he sings and the backing vocals and everything. Like, it's just, there's not, like... A single thing out of place and even you know the outro feels a little indulgent because it kind of it kind of goes on for quite a long time but i still think it kind of really works with the song like there's not really there's no kind of like solo in this song like there's not a moment where something has a solo it's just stevie's voice is that is the is the main instrument you know that's what you're hearing mm-hmm. um throughout the song so having the outro be about him kind of just adding these little bits and pieces and kind of, you know, having the kind of overlapping vocals and stuff, I think kind of really works with the song. I, I think it actually even works better than, I'm going to bring it up each each time now, apparently I'm going to bring up the Beatles, uh, Hey Jude, with all the na-na-nas, you know, for the last yeah. third of the song, <laughs> you know. I think in this case, at least there's something there, there's something a little more there than just uh, some na-nas. Yeah, like he does some vocalizations as the outro starts, but then after that, it's just it's always different lyrics, like it's different ideas of like, you know, uh, you know, can this line take his plan, take your hat off to the man who's got the plan. Like it's a lot of rhymes with a plan, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but still the kind of every now and again, just that he's Mr. Know-it-all, like every every like, I don't know, I think it's every four bars. It's just he's Mr. Know-it-all. And then in between, there's all these vocalizations and different things that he's singing and then back to he's Mr. Know-it-all. Like, and it's it's just this kind of repetition. And, you know, it goes to a fade out. Uh, but you know, there's no harm in going to a fade out. Uh, but I, I don't know. I just, I just kind of like how, like, um, particularly like the final thing you hear is, you know, sh- shake a hand to the man. You know, he's got a super plan, and it's like, it feels like a very sarcastic, like, you know, okay, I'm sure Richard Nixon's got a plan to do something. Like, it, it's just a kind of like really sarcastic shot, and I, I kind of love that. That's, that's kind of what this song is. Like, you know, we've gone from like Stevie Wonder kind of recording songs about being in love with Cyrita, which, you know, was pretty much the first couple of albums in, in this kind of run of albums. And now he's kind of deciding to make political statements, you know, like Living for the City is such oh, such a good song. It's as as people would have heard. Um, you know, I could have talked about that song for hours, but you know, I I don't want this podcast to go on, you know, too long. Um, but even this song, it's like I would say it's at least on the same level as like Living for the City in terms of like the, the story's like a little less clear, but I think the message is a bit strong. Is like just as strong as as Living for the City, um, you know. And Living for the City tells such a kind of heartbreaking story, and you know th- this is kind of it's it's basically a bit of there's a bit of despair, you know. Like here's this guy who's clearly fraudulent, who's clearly fraudulent. Oh my god, I'm having trouble saying that word. Here's a guy who's clearly a fraud and everyone can see it and yet we can't get rid of him. And then it's the same thing, you know, and, and that's what the song is about, basically, is like, you know, he's 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 kind of, you know, when 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 he says he's living large, that's when you know he's kind of lying. You know, when he says he's got, you know, he, when he says that, you, that he's got, you know, money, that's when he's clearly got no money. You know, like he's got a counterfeit dollar in his hand. Like there's clearly something fraudulent about this guy, but we can't do anything about it. But then towards the end, there's a bit of hope, you know, like he's hoping that there's warning of, you know, please beware. Like it maybe that gets through a little bit and maybe something happens. Uh, and, you know, less than a year later, Nixon was out of office. So, well, And I'd like to actually just go back just a little bit to that that second bridge that you talked about before. And you, and you said that you and you'd be a stronger man if you took Mr. Know-it-all's advice. 
and I mean that right there. I mean I think that's that's the it it's it's the most different from so much so much of the rest of the song. It's it's here here's this good thing that's gonna happen. I'm I'm gonna go away from talking about you know he's a con man and he's he's you know got all these there's all these bad things about him, but here's this one thing that he he's he's just such a braggart. They both they both have been where Trump or Nixon was Trump is. That uh, you know, you you just have to you know, in their minds, you know, you, you know, you just you just need to believe in in them, and then everything will be all right. And... I was I will say this about Richard Nixon: though. he was a consummate and calculating um, politician. He was a, a um, ton smarter, ex- except for when it yeah. came to a recording device. <laughs> was was his, was his biggest downfall? <laughs> yeah, well, I would say Technology. like from the start of his. You know, he came from a poor family. Mm-hmm. He worked his way up. You know, he, yeah. um, if I remember correctly, he served in the military. And then, you know, he entered into politics, you know, for a very, like, you know, for, I would, you know, even though I disagreed with pretty much everything Richard Nixon stood for, you would say he entered for the right reasons. He entered because he wanted to be a good politician. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, obviously he did some terrible things throughout his career. But, you know, he wasn't a terrible vice president, um, you know, and... He, you know, he was an okay governor, <laughs> like you know. And even when he was president, I think you know, uh, obviously a lot of people will talk about Nixon going to China and you know that kind of opening up relations mm-hmm. and stuff. Like that is one. Like I think internationally, he had some you know fairly open-minded policies in terms of um, you know not kind of uh, you know he he was kind of came in you know what after a war had started and he and he put an end to that war. Um, he, you know, he's one of the few presidents that didn't start a war. Yeah. Um, so, so, you know, you have to kind of at least give him that achievement, mm-hmm. um, you know. And so, you know, even though obviously, you know, I, I think as well, Watergate, as far as a scandal goes, like the actual act <laughs> um, wasn't that bad. The cover up was yeah. obviously 20 times worse. And, you know, that's obviously why he had to resign. But, you know, I and I think like as a person, uh, you know, he's. I mean, his family kind of loved him and, you know, he seemed like an okay guy, but he was, you know, he's just this person who basically seemed to have the misfortune of his intentions always ending up kind of, you know, taking him down bad routes. And he sat, you know, much like the current president, he surrounded himself with bad people. Mm. Um, But, you know, he's, he's started his career at least trying to be a good politician and, you know, kind of trying to go down the route of entering it for the correct reasons. Um, you know, the fact that all of his policies are the exact opposite of anything I would want any president to do, you know, is neither really here than that nor there. You know, like as far as presidents go, you know, he's obviously acknowledged as one of the not very best, let's say. But at least, he, you know, as a politician, he was extremely accomplished. Like he won 49 states. Yeah, right. <laughs> in an election. That's insane to kind of. So it's not like everybody hated Nixon, like, you know, all but one state liked Nixon. <laughs> so, you know, he was at least persuasive enough from the Electoral College point of view to be able to persuade 99% of the country to vote for him. Um, you know, so he, he like, he achieved something that, that kind of hardly anybody else could even get close to achieving. Um, but obviously then he kind of made a series of extremely bad mistakes and had to resign. Uh, and I, like I say, I would love to think that Stevie Wonder had a part in that. I would love to think that, <laughs> that Richard Nixon was just listening to, uh, you know, listening to he's Mister Know It All and having you haven't done nothing and being like, well, that's it, you know. 
I've lost Stevie Wonder. I'm going to have to resign. Uh, so if there's nothing else to say about the song, then let's go to plugs. Is there anything that you wish to plug? Oh yeah, um, uh, and I'll, I'll go reverse order this time. Almost Famous Minute is the uh, currently ongoing uh, Movies by Minutes uh, affair that I'm I'm working on. Uh, coming out at this time, it's possibly uh, transitioning from the uh, thrice weekly to once a week <laughs> for to, to keep me sane. Um, and, and previous to that, I had done uh, Watchmen Minute, and... Uh, Ongoing for quite a while, I think, here is uh, Feels Like Weezer, very similar to this, but uh, going, uh, well, 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 this is going chronologically, as, as did your previous, your Prince Prince uh, show, but uh, th- there are those others out there that do alphabetically, but I just couldn't, we just couldn't bring ourselves to do uh, Weezer alphabetically as they are still putting out albums, <laughs> and we wouldn't, we, know, we, we wouldn't know what to do with uh, uh, new worth, albums worth of songs. <laughs> Yeah, that was the initial thing that stopped me from covering Prince alphabetically was he was going to put out more material. And then obviously he stopped putting out material, so that solved that issue for me. But then I still felt chronologically was the best way to get through. And you can follow us on Twitter at Stevie by Wonder for this particular project. Thanks for walking me in the guest today, Thank you. Bye.